Hello, everyone. Welcome to another installment of the Defend the Fort podcast. This is Gerard Welbrock. So glad to have you join us. Today, we're going to visit with Fort A. State Athletic Director Curtis Hamickey. He stopped by our studios to chat about upcoming fall sports. They're ready to kick off. Fort Hay State hosting Northwest Missouri State on Thursday, September 2nd, part of the Vibe Broadband Kickoff Classic. And uh, we chatted about uh, COVID, all the health concerns going into the new season, and how that will affect Fort Hay State. So without any further ado, here's Fort Hay State Athletic Director Curtis Hamickey. Been a long time, it seems. It, like. Well, it has. I don't think we did one of these last year with everything going on, and uh, and uh, I guess we'll just start with there. Yeah. I mean, football season start next week. I know other sports are getting cranked up. Some scrimmages this weekend. Yeah. Um, what, it looks like full full go ahead, normal yeah. as of now. Yeah, we're still still on full throttle right now. You know, moving forward with uh, season opener next Thursday night, September second, with Northwest Missouri. So. Um, not going to be much opportunity to ease into this thing and now that we are getting back. But uh, so, yeah, everything's moving along as, as planned right now. Well, and I would guess for that for that first one, yeah, Northwest comes to town, expected a huge crowd for that one. And after sure. a, a year off with no football, it would be nice to have maybe a, 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 a run-through for everybody. Just remember how you work a game day. That's right. a lot goes into that. We're going through a lot with a lot of things right now. Just one year absence of some things where we're, all we did was focus on, you know, the other things that were going on last year and, and that took us away from this. So now as you come back to it, whether it's the auction or getting ready for football season or just uh, getting your uh, student-athletes back enrolled and all that, getting them back on campus, and everything seems kind of kind of rare right now. So it's just been unique to come back and get things rolling again, but we're really excited about it, and I think uh, the team is too. Well, obviously it was challenging last year for everybody for a lot of different reasons, but in, as an athletic department, um, uh, when you have no football season, you didn't know what you were going to have. You eventually basketball came back and, and, and the spring yeah. sports, but uh, a trying year financially, just, just for, uh, all across the board, obviously you were affected as much as anybody. Sure. Very trying. I think mentally as much as anything else, you know, it was, it was uh, um, anxiety, a lot of anxiety, a lot of people, uh, you know, just with, with the various things that were going on there, the uncertainties, um, whether it was employment or, or what what we're going to do next, and then just the constant change, um, the weekly change. Uh, each time you'd give an answer to a question, you'd say, "Well, that's the way it is for now," um, but hang on, that might change tomorrow. That might change next week, and, and so it was difficult for planning. You know, it was difficult to move forward and make plans, and because things kept getting altered as you went on. So. The, the, really, the, the the big key to the whole thing was trying to maintain communication, trying to stay in touch with all your staff and, and various uh, entities across campus and in the community. And, and uh, I think that was the biggest challenge was the constant change and constantly being able to inform people of those changes. We'll, we'll talk about uh, the upcoming season and what to expect at Lewis Field and tailgating and all of that. But uh, you kind of touched on the, the Tiger auction. It was a on online form a year ago, yeah. back in person uh, yeah. this past weekend. And, boy, what a fun event. And looks like all indications a very successful event for you guys. Yeah, I'd say, you know, we don't have all the final figures, but I would say if it's not our most successful, it's right up there. It's going to be a very good one, and I think we were – very, very fortunate. I think uh, one of the primary things that happened that I thought was good fortune was the weather. Um, <laughs> you know, we put in portable air conditioning, as everyone knows, down there each year. And some of our staff, Brad Haynes, uh, Keegan Knight, and of course, Matt Cook, and um, some of those guys are really put a lot of effort into getting that thing in place each year. And it's, it's not easy <laughs> uh, to get that set up and give it a chance. But 
tell you what, a little little blessing there was uh, certainly Saturday's weather dropped down to mid-80s, and, you know, both sides of that were really hot. You know, before that was hot and after <laughs> that was really hot, so we really were fortunate, I think, and that made it, and that turned out very nice. I thought the climate in there, mm-hmm. the temperature was, was very workable, and uh, so we were happy about that, and, uh, you know, a lot of transition working with chart wells and the like, and we were able to get through that, you know, I think they did a good job. Um, our staff pitched in a lot where there's just a lot of transition with new personnel involved. So first of all, we were just happy to be able to have it in person, you know, as, as we got closer, we were starting to wonder if we we're going to be able to, and, and then uh, we're able to do that. And it was just really, really good to see everybody. It was a fun time and a successful event and kind of leads into the year. And of course the big one is this Thursday a week from today, uh, four day state football at home, Northwest Missouri state. Um, as you said, as of now, the plans are to be uh, yeah. business as normal. Just um, kind of talk about what that's going to mean for the fans here on, yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, we'll still be, we're, we're moving forward with tailgating spots and uh, seating and we've sold season tickets. And so we've got tickets out there and uh, there'll be general mission tickets available on the um east side the west side uh we do we are still selling season tickets um but uh today matter of fact the uh single game tickets start going on sale so some of the uh, season tickets will be spotty after today probably <laughs> as some people take some individual games out of those packages but um so we have finished the season ticket run and that's that's been um well received this year too so a uh, lot a lot of interest I'm expecting a big crowd, and uh, right now we're, again, moving forward with everything as it has been in the past. So um, we sold season tickets on the west side. We'll have general admission on the east side along with the student body, and I imagine northwest Missouri will bring a pretty big crowd. So I would suggest if you'd like to have, if you don't have season tickets uh, and you'd like to attend that game that you probably get into the stadium a little bit earlier or get online and, and, and get a general admission ticket because I, I could see – some pressure coming there from Northwest Missouri fans in terms of taking some of that east side capacity. Yeah, they'll bring a bunch. They always travel very well. You mentioned tailgating, um, and that has just exploded in the last five years. I mean, yeah. it's it's as great a game day atmosphere as you will find. Maybe yeah. just go over uh, the procedure and, and, and how that all goes. And, and, and yeah. the new parking lot obviously changed some of that. But yeah. t- since it's been a year for a lot of folks, kind of refresh their memory. Well, that added a lot of capacity out there when we paved the parking lot. So it's well over it's over 200 um, reserved um, tailgating spots. So I think the main thing is, if I were to say one, one word, about it i'd say respect i'd say be respectful of the other people around you and that's going to cover a lot of ground out there um just uh be we want everybody to have fun and get out there and uh be able to participate it opens four hours um before kickoff so in this case on thursday night game at seven o'clock that'll open at three um on when we play in the afternoon games like it actually most of our Mm -hmm. i think our afternoon games this year are going to be at one so um have to be at 9 a.m. You might have to go with some Bloody Marys or something, but I don't know. You have to change your strategy on a 9 a.m. Uh, deal out there, but no, it, but I think just, uh, that's the, that's the gist of it. It's four hours before we want people to get in there and, um, have fun, do their cooking and get into the game on time and, and then stay there. You know, that's, that's the premise behind it and, and, um, having a good time, but also being courteous of those around them. Do you have to reserve those in advance? How does that work for someone maybe who hasn't tailgated? Oh yeah, before? yeah, yeah. The tailgating spots are reserved for the year. They're a hundred dollars. We there; those are sold out. But you can put on a, on a waiting mm-hmm. list, and and uh, there has been a lot of interest in that in the last several years. Like you said, and that's all a byproduct of the success of the football program. That doesn't get started and rolling like that when you're 
when you're not winning, I guess. But but now that it has, and then that's really as you as you mentioned, that's really really grown. That used to be a tailgate, mm-hmm. one one game, one event a year, you know, and the rest of it was pretty spotty. But now it's a, it's a it's an each week event, and and uh, so there's very limited amount of parking in that lot now. That's not uh, reserved already in advance. So it's pretty much mo- most of that lot is is tailgate. So it's going to be a lot of fun on Thursday night. Folks out there, I know it's a lot uh, really excited to get back after it after yeah. missing it for a year ago. Uh, the restroom facility on the west side was yeah. improved about two years ago, so the 19th season I had a chance for that. But right. um, some, some of the, I mean, that was, that was, I guess that's the biggest change to the stadium right now was the improved restroom facility on that west side. Yeah, west side's in good shape. Um, you know, we're talking about the new locker room project right now, which will eventually uh, address that issue on the east side. The east side restrooms are are still you know under undersized I guess <laughs> for the amount of people that are over there and and uh, but that'll get addressed down the road as we within hopefully in the next few years we get this uh, football locker room that's going to also have sports medicine uh, which is an athletic training area and then it'll have additional meeting rooms and some coaches' offices so the the chain reaction of that is going to be moving the sports medicine offices and 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 their tra- athletic training room out of the the east side undercarriage into this new facility and what that'll do then is create space for more restrooms on the east side which is which is sorely needed but that'll be a byproduct of this other project so in the meantime it's going to be a little tough over there yet but when when we have big crowds um, on the east side in terms of restroom facilities but we'll have some additional um, restrooms available over there that are portable type and I know you kind of at the Tiger auction kind of, uh, I don't know if unveiling is the right word, but kind of mentioned that yeah. they're starting yeah. to get a little bit of momentum on that new locker, which is, I mean, when you look at the roster, four-day state practice, I think they started with 130 players on the football team, and there's a yeah. locker room space for 80. So, obviously, um, you want to improve. You want to the whole keep up with the Joneses type thing in the MIAA, the arms race we talk about, but this is a necessity. It's become a necessity, and I think just even, you know, you, something you don't really think about is the meeting space. Um, I go to address our football team every year in the fall as they first get here. And, you know, we meet in that meeting room that was set up for 100 people. And uh, when we built it, you know, that sounded pretty good. And uh, you go in there and you walk in that room, and, I mean, it is sardines. And there, you know, there's not enough space for everybody to be in there. People are standing outside the door on each side of you and all the way back to the back of the room. And that's just one little example. But, they, again, that's a good problem. I think uh, some of the community college rule changes uh, really – lended itself to more walk-ons and more participation at, at our level and we're seeing a ton of that I think coach Brown's attracted a lot of that and it's just grown it's just this is all growth and it's all good good stuff <laughs> but um, consequently Lewis Field um, is needing some some upgrades to, to catch up with all that and like you said too some of us recruiting as well it's the recruiting process keeping up with the Joneses but you know we have some infrastructure issues at Lewis Field that we're just going to have to start diving into a little bit at a time, and we're going to we just need uh, some some private resources to help do that. You know, in the athletic world, we need to do quite a bit of that on the fundraising side. So that's going to be a target for us in the coming years. Well, it's become a great great venue, but it's an old one, so it needs a little t- tender loving care. Yeah, it's it fit its purpose all those years, and we've kind of outgrown it, I guess. And so um, we we just kind of keep expanding and, and adding to it. And it is a beautiful facility. We like the like the setting it's mm-hmm. in or with the trees down there down by the creek and all that so if we can if we can find good ways to improve on what we have i think that'd be the the, 
the right approach to take. Got about a minute left. Talk about facilities, folks, when they get to basketball season and volleyball, because volleyball will be starting up here. And uh, I think they've got a black and gold scrimmage coming up on Saturday. But yeah. new floor, yeah. I guess the same floor, but a resurfaced and repainted floor. I think fans are going to enjoy Gross Coliseum. I think it's beautiful. I mean, you got back to the wood color that you saw originally. And, you know, 10 years of varnish, you know, we varnish that every year, you know, which is a necessity. But the, the wood flooring companies will tell you every 10 years to send it all the way down. And it gives you a chance to put a fresh coat of paint on it. And, and it's beautiful. We did we did put uh, Butch Gross's uh, signature on there and got the words Gross Coliseum, Gross Memorial Coliseum on the floor. And I felt like that was something that was absent mm-hmm. from the Coliseum. You know, you don't see that uh, anywhere on the outside. You don't see it on the inside. And so we we incorporated that into the floor design this time and changed the MIAA logos. And But it's bright, it's sharp, and clean. And uh, I love it. I think it looks really good. We had some people want to, <laughs> you know, you know uh, shade the three-point areas and all that. And, there's always some different uh, discussions about different things you could do with it. and and uh, But anyway, I like the way it came out, and it lo- looks really sharp. Sounds good. Curtis, we appreciate the update. Looking forward to seeing you on Thursday night, one week from tonight, season opener against Northwest Missouri Thanks. State. Thank you, Gerard. I sure appreciate it. We'll, we'll see you there. Curtis Hammocky, Athletic Director at Fort Hay State University.